You can really taste the maple. You do know that Riverdale was founded on Maple Serving Street. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big look, Betty. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a Betty. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who just been released from prison at me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 grope session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. I'm both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. Mm. All right, for the final time this season. Oh. I'm waiting all year for this. The finale of Riverdale Season 3, Chapter 57, Survive the Night. Mm. All right, you've watched on CW all season. You've rushed home on Wednesday night to watch it. You've waited till the next day to watch it on the app. Season three has come out on Netflix. You've you've had time to binge it. So we should all be caught up to this point. This is where it all pays off. The Griffins, the Gargoyles, all of it. So at this point, we did not know who the Gargoyle King was. Other than that, it was... We were told by Barbethel that it was Jason. And we had every reason to assume that's not... Yeah, he dug up his grave and he wasn't there. But he's been dead since season one. Yeah. Episode one, that would be That would be pushing it, even for this show. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pushing it. That's crazy. Uh, it might jump the shark if that was true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to preemptively say about this season three finale that I thought they it, it was absurd in all the best ways mm-hmm. that they tried to tie everything together and did <laughs> a really great job and it was masterful and then the ending is just through the roof good just I, this is a fantastic episode. I'm going to convince you of that. George. I thought it was titillating, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I thought because my memory is so bad. Right. Like most of these, I come into it saying, "Oh, that was so dumb." And by the time we get done talking, I'm fully back on board. Remember so, what you love about this show, right. and then try to tell me that this wasn't one of the best episodes. At the end ever. of this episode, I'm going to be back on oh. the Riverdale train. <laughs> Trust me, nobody's. Gets on the Riverdale train quicker than when they hear it told through podcast. <laughs> That's our bread and butter, baby. So, the damn. We're at Thistle House. And start right off with Penelope. She's there, there, Antoinette. She's consoling Tony Topaz. Yep. There's there, Antoinette. 
Now that you've settled down with a cup of calming tea, why don't you explain this to me one more time? Mrs. Bossom, Cheryl is in danger. She's at the farm with Betty, Kevin, and Fangs, and Edgar Evernever, and he's harvesting organs from his followers. Oh, dear. Is that what he's doing? Settled her down with a cup of calming tea. Mm-mm, that's always bad news from that yeah. lady. Tannis, anyone? <laughs> Mrs. Blossom, Cheryl's in danger. So. Where's Nana Rose when you need her? Mm, oh, tell, she's coming. Tell her about the harvesting organs. You think, oh, finally, telling an adult. Well, isn't it fortunate I was here collecting my mail at Thistle House when you arrived? And Betty's with them, you say? Yeah, and um, we need to go save them because. Well, isn't that unfortunate? Or no, isn't that fortunate I was here collecting my mail? You know? Yeah, you that just seemed very like, why in the world would I be here? It's, just it's like they had to explain to us why she yeah, would be I, there. I would not think one thing was strange about her being there. <laughs> right, exactly. And she... So, of course, she drugged Tony, passes out. Good night, my dear. We're like, oh, no, Penelope's bad, big surprise. We knew she's bad, but we didn't know quite how bad mm-hmm. so i i guess like right i i i already am like combative with jordan right now like everything i'm thinking at the time i was like this stuff was set up and just feel you're i i get what you're saying they could have retroactively fit this stuff but if they did they did a great job because like setting up her and how how and oh there mm-hmm. i'm saying so fp says ethel's offer rocker okay Where's Jason's body? I refuse to accept what Ethel said, that Jason Blossom is the Gargoyle King. Even though his coffin was empty, it defies logic. Well, say Ethel is off her rocker. Okay, but where's Jason's body? Someone's, someone's still, still wearing, wearing the Gargoyle, Gargoyle King's, King's antler. antler, so it's up to you and me to figure out who, Blossom or no Blossom. I keep thinking about that matchbook that Dr. Curdle found in Baby T's throat. Kurtz must have got that at the Maple Club, right? What are you getting at, boy? Do you have a copy of Kurtz's mugshot I can borrow? And they want... You know what really is uh, getting to Jughead? That matchbook that Dr. Curl found in Baby T's throat. <laughs> you don't think that right there That's makes a plot it? thread that's been around for a while, right. so... Kurtz must have got that at the Maple Club, right? Well, do we have a copy of Kurtz's mugshot? So then... Uh, Evelyn comes in as his dad to yeah, her what? husband, which why she's still the only person in, in there is Betty about to get her head cut open. <laughs> it's like sorry to interrupt, but you've got a visitor. Uh, it's Penelope, Mrs. Blossom. What can I do for you? Let's not mince words, Mister Evernever. I am fully aware of the foul activities you're conducting here. So she's. Fully aware of the foul activities he's conducting here. The Topaz girl told me. I have no interest in exposing your shenanigans. Then why have you come? You have something that I want. Miss Blossom. You sell organs, don't you? I'm looking to buy in bulk. She's got something that he wants. He's got something she wants. You sell organs, don't you? Oh, yeah. She's looking to buy in bulk. So, Chuck heads over to Maple Club. He looked like this, showing uh, 
the girl picture Kurtz. Well, she never worked with him directly. The Red Dahlia did. Penelope worked with that guy. And she never saw Penelope with a, a young man, a young redhead. Jason, he's asking. And she's like, yeah, he came around. Oh, so Jason was there. Mm-hmm. Well, That's what she said. The world's encroaching on the farm. They've been compromised. Chad Michael Murray is like, we got problems because now she's trying to buy organs. People know about what we're doing here. Which they've established that the farm picks up and leaves yeah. when they've been someplace too long. Right. So, right. Got to yeah, rotate just, your crops. Yeah, get, get out of town, Chad Michael. <laughs> so Alice is like, what about this engine? Oh, we're preparing things. Well, we got to find Betty. Have you seen her? She escaped Tony Topaz. So we'll send without her. So, talking to the lawyer uh, with Hermione and Veronica, they're going to have full ownership of the ship of the Pembroke and all other lodge investment properties. Veronica and her mother are now co owners of Pop's Chocolate Shop and the Speakeasy. There's one more property she's curious about. Is the Speakeasy, is there paperwork on the Speakeasy? I don't know. It's like a secret underground club. Are they right. filing taxes? Yeah, dial the right yeah. number. Is it zoned for that? Like right. they've got paperwork with the city. Now it has to be because they've had to go legit now. See, after they've busted the crime that was going <laughs> on. So, the or she's like, Mom, she's giving me the El Royale. Uh, I was wondering uh, about how you guys stand romantically, she said. Mom is such a shipper. Super shipper mom. So Archibald gets a little note. Someone left his at the door. They're at they're at Pops. Uh, what if Jellybean had found Jugheads? Oh, says. man. You sure they're not fakes? Him and those guys and Veronica all have these notes. The invitation to say not to tell anyone and don't bring your phones. It's a trap. They know it. Um, then this is like, we got Betty getting an invitation in her room. She already had where she's getting her brain cut out. <laughs> and now she's got to, please wear this to dinner. All, have anybody ever seen Hannibal, Ray Liotta, where he eats his own brain? <laughs> That's all, it was straight out of that. Like he gets invited to dinner and he's... They're serving him his brain, and they take his head, his top of his head off, and feed him his own brain. Come Since on. I could remember, I wanted to eat my own brain. <laughs> That's right. Now I'm on Chantix. I don't eat my own brain anymore. <laughs> um, Karen, how'd you flush my brain down the toilet? So now, all of a sudden, we're at a new location. It's not Lodge Lodge. It's what, what would we call a blossom? It's a blossom lodge. Mm. So we're at this fine dinner. Betty comes down from, from her room, which she's apparently Penelope bought Betty from the farm. And that's problematic. She put a pretty dress on and comes down to dinner. And who's sitting there with Penelope? But Archie and Veronica and Jughead. Guys. Elizabeth's pretty. Good evening. Come and join us, why don't you? Good evening. <laughs> they have this long table, <laughs> you know, 
It's great. Candles and like 47 salads. Wait, where are they? They're at the Blossom Hunting Lodge. Penelope. What, what, what is this place? This is the Blossom Hunting Lodge on the grounds of Thornhill. <laughs> How did I get here? I'm I have Go ahead. <laughs> no further questions. Right. I, I, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the Blossom Hunting Lodge. Um... Archie's in a suit Weren't they homeless at one point? Uh, they, like, had nowhere to live. But well, they, just because... they forget th- they had a hunting Just because uh, Thornhill burnt down. Yeah, they had Thistle House. They used to have Thistle House, yeah. Which, and if you're not staying over at the, you know, the whorehouse, you go there to get your mail. <laughs> so... <laughs> Maple Club. So a bunch of... Yeah, Maple Club. It's a bunch of candles, roses, bread... Potatoes, goblets, of course. Really, really nice, decked out. She says, I bought you from Mr. Evernever. He's about to cut you into butcher's parts. I bought all of your organs. And then, who's serving? Sister Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. She, says, she pulls out a revolver. You naughty, naughty girl. Now, Agatha here will show you to your place. Sister Woodhouse. You naughty, naughty girl. Agatha was one of my mentors. She cared for me when I was an orphan at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Taught me everything I know about poisons. Agatha Woodhouse was one of Penelope's mentors. Remember? Set up a couple seasons ago. Yep. She cared for me when I was an orphan at the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. You eating it up? I'm kind of cracks. <laughs> <laughs> Taught me everything I know about poisons. The murdered nuns. You did that? No, loose ends. Such a bother, aren't they? Loose ends? Is that what we are? Oh gosh, no, not you. You are. You are all featured players. players. The sons, sons and daughters, daughters of the original, the original Midnight, Midnight Club. Club. And Jughead's like, but he's like, what's going on? He's like, I've almost got it figured out. And I'm like, come on, let Betty. She's the brains of the operation. You know, she's the detective. She should get to solve every crime ultimately. But he's like, I've almost got it figured out. Let her keep talking. The more she explains, the closer I am. She's, and she's like, the more, exactly. the more she lays out the, every plot line, the more I'm figuring out. She's like, because if anybody could, it would be you, Mr. Jones. But first, two more guests. Two more guests. I believe you know them already. Oh, this was so awesome. Two more guests show up, and I'm like, what could the two guests be? Except... The Black and the Corporal King just walk in from the other room. Hey, guys, we've just been hanging out in the other room. It's just like, what? All, all this drag out, and then they're just, like, living there. Yeah. <laughs> and at home. We're they, here for dinner, too. And when they're at home, they dress in full costume. That's the show I want to watch. Just the two of them on their says, off days. No, no masks, masks at the, the dinner, dinner table. table. I was. Take them off. I just watched this this morning. I was just laying in bed laughing my head off, <laughs> laughing, 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 and not wanting to push play again. Because I was just like, I don't I don't want to know yet. Yeah. I wanted to live in this moment. 
The anticipation was so great. You you can never go back to not and knowing. The best part is is sure you can. Exhaust your meat. Yeah, you can. A minute ago, you didn't know. How. Uh, pulls his mask off twice this episode just like he's so thrilled to pull his mask off i'm like this is, it's yeah. so scooby-doo because he gets caught in the hook he's like yeah. ah, i have to pull like, mask ah. off every time he's like oh no ah. <laughs> so no mask at the dinner table he pulls it off he's like haha it's me hal you already knew this <laughs> <laughs> and she says wait king because she knows it better than us it's just king yeah before you do it Hellcaster, care to take a stab? Wait, King, before you do, Hellcaster, care to take a stab? Sure. Arthur Conan Doyle famously said, I was just like, this is so good. Uh, Once you eliminate the impossible, whatever remains, However. however improbable, must be the truth. In which case, must whoever have had is con- underneath that connection mask to must hell. have had a connection to hell. And, and to you, Penelope. But it's, but not, it's Jason not Jason because he's, because he's dead. Even though his corpse is missing. The, the one, one corpse, corpse that hasn't been accounted for. And who was last seen by the Black Hood. Set up the end of last season. Yep. Since when does Chick have red hair? Right in front of our faces, whatever happened to this character, we just let it slide. And never suspected this whole season. It was never mentioned. That's Chick. (laughs) Surely he was a suspect at one point. We never mentioned him. I would feel like we'd have have worked that out. Like, Hellcaster, come on. He pulls his head off and Because we never assumed he was dead. No, no, no with the body no, missing. No, but we just it's We just so, complained that they all is, they've let that story it is hang. So Riverdale that we just let it go. We we <laughs> just in our heads we think there's a thousand plot lines like that. Instead they wrap them all in a tiny bow right here. And he's got red hair. He's J- he's the Jason going yeah. around getting tattoos and stuff. I'm guessing since he started working with Penelope. Doing her bidding. But this was after he got the gargoyle symbols tattooed on his back. That's why Ethel said the gargoyle king was Jason. Because you called him Jason. Because you dressed him up like Jason. Okay, so remind me who this is. It is Alice's... Now don't start because there's a moment I don't want spoiled. Okay. (laughs) Because, yes, this is the guy we got from... This is As far as we know, it's Alice's son. Yes, that's enough. That's enough. Because there's such a good moment coming up. Okay. So it's why Ethel said the Gargoyle King was Jason, because you called him Jason. After you chased him through the woods, Dad. You didn't murder Chick. After you chased him through the woods, you... I recognized a kinship in him, and I spared him. He begged for mercy and pledged his life to me in service of my mission. He's like, I recognized a kinship in him. That was so weird. (laughs) That was great. But, but it, it wasn't, wasn't just your, your mission, mission. Was, it Mr. was it, Mr. Cooper? Maybe not at first, but eventually you started, started working, working with someone, someone else. Who I really thought Archie was going to be like, it's in his eyes. Yeah. I've seen his eyes. <laughs> She's like, my dad was having an affair with Penelope. In the middle of all that stuff with the Black Hood last year, my dad was having an affair with Penelope. 
Yes, I did cultivate your father's murderous impulses. It's true to take my revenge on a town that allowed me to be sold as a child bride to the Blossoms. Your parents knew. I told them. And they did nothing but mock me. And Penelope's like, I, they, my family allowed me to be sold as a child or or whatever. They allowed yeah. me to be sold as a child to the Blossoms. Riverdale's a hideous and cruel place is the whole message. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that kind of tracks. <laughs> and years later, when my Jason was murdered in cold blood, you think one of them reached out to me? No, they were too busy ignoring the rotting, fetid truth that Riverdale is a hideous and cruel place, twisted and cursed. And the Black Hood and I, we were doing quite well. Exterminating its sinners. Until my dad got arrested. Yes, but that was fine because Hal's disciple came to me. Lost. And I gave him purpose to continue our great work. But not as a black hood. So instead, you made him dress up like the boogeyman. The gargoyle king. You introduced G&G to our parents 25 years ago. And then reintroduced it this year to Chick. So she... Is the one that introduced G and G in the past? Yeah, it was this season, but they did set it up this season. That it's got Cheryl doing it, and then reintroduced it this year to Chick. His name is Jason. Who gave it to? Wait for it. Ben Button. Who introduced it to Pizza Guy Ben? Who started playing with Dilton Doily? Mm. Who introduced it to and Dilton? Mugs. Who introduced it? Of our Bethel. And G and G spread like a virus or poison. And the true mastermind behind it all. The, the true, true king, king is you, Penelope. Penelope. He's giving her the credit because she's so well done. Up. Well done. And again, full Archie. You're nuts. Your dad sucks. Moment. <laughs> he looks at her and says, "You're nuts." <laughs> <laughs> So she takes him out on the hunting preserve and says, the task before you is simple. Make it through the woods. Survive the night, of course. You will be tested, each of you. Refuse my tests or try to escape or, and my gargoyle minions will kill you. May the final quest begin. And we, of course, we find out that you're to refer to uh, Veronica as the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. So the first sign is Archie's. Well, now Cheryl's going to go in the hacky sack room and she's going to try to talk to Kevin Fangs, who are playing patty cake, apparently. They've got their hands up against each other. Just pressed on like, what is happening? Kevin, Fangs, save those eyes for the bedroom, boys. We're getting out of this house of the devil. Cheryl, aren't you confined to your room for helping Tony escape? She's like, save the eyes for the bedroom, boys. (laughs) Uh, they're like, how'd you get out? <laughs> She's like, better you the, the score. score. Edgar Evernever is harvesting organs. Tells him about the organs and where Edward Edgar keeps his innards. They're like, we're gonna have to see it. So she takes him in there, and the innards are gone. Are you still seeing organs, Cheryl? 
Edgar must have moved them, or Evelyn did. Cheryl, we are getting ready to ascend, and you should too. What if I get my hands on irrefutable proof that Edgar Evernever is a modern-day Dr. Frankenstein? You know what? Sure. Then proof, Kevin, is what you shall have. Yeah, but for a, for an illicit criminal organ organization, they kind of they let Betty just walk around free, knowing she was there to dig up dirt. Yeah. They've captured yeah. Cheryl okay. and just let her kind of meander around. They're like, you can't really hurt us too much. What are yeah, we going to do? We'll just, just They're move. too cocky, so that's their deal. Kev's like, Cheryl, we're, we're trying to ascend. Can you just leave us alone? She's like, I'll go get proof. Who's there? Same thing Betty always has Reveal to. thyself. She goes in there. Reveal yourself. Reveal thyself. And no she mood. screams bloody much. We go back to the woods. Paladin, paladin, <laughs> church turn. This quest is for you. Paladin must conquer the grizzled beast. My favorite moment, maybe ever, of Riverdale. He must battle in the pit. Alone. We have built up to this moment right here. This season was worth it. <laughs> I'm saying. He has to battle alone in the pit to save his home. The red paladin must conquer the grizzled beast. He must battle alone in the pit to save his home. What is a grizzled beast? Oh crap. Not again. And what and Archie says, oh crap. <laughs> oh crap. Not again. Not again. An outcome. What a beautiful moment of recognition <laughs> that, that it happened. I've fought a bear before. As unlikely as that is. tall and jacked. It's just a fight. I've been fighting all year. Don't forget, I survived a real bear attack, remember? If I don't make it, tell my mom and dad I love them. And you guys. I gotta do it again. Right. Yeah. But he's just resigned to it. He's like, yeah. ah, not again. Another bear. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Out comes some guy in a bear skin and a, a bear, bear skull. Man. Bear skull. Mm. Big guy. He's eight feet tall and jack. Yep. Then there's like a wasteland of fire <laughs> and mud. I say, as much as you put into running your RPG games, yeah. It's like, you know, Penelope's out there like lighting tiki oh, torches yeah. and like, yeah. oh, we need some more ambiance. Put She's some skulls down by the tree trunks. She's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts. Light like, a few candles. He's with some button in his vest. He's like, hey, don't forget, I survived a real bear attack. Tell my mom and dad I love him. You don't ever need to remind us of that, Archie. He comes out. Big fight. He wins, right? So, back at the farm. Alice can't get in touch with Betty. She never cared about her before this episode. Uh, well, we're in a meeting, Cheryl. And in she, yeah, she's like, Why would you do such a thing to my own brother? We're like, what exactly? Except I wasn't because Cliff had already sent me a picture. <laughs> I can't. I was really excited. I could not help it. It's all right. <laughs> so it's the Enchantress's turn. There, it's like the Princess Bride game or something. There's a Russian roulette of chalices and blue liquid. 
The fate and fortune. Each mm. filled with gargoyle blood. Yeah, what's it say? Before you are six chalices, each filled with gargoyle blood. The enchantress must choose her closest companion. They'll each take turns spinning the bottle. They're going to play spin the bottle, mm -hmm. which is genius. And drink from the chosen chalice. But beware, for one of the chalices contains a lethal rapid-acting venom. And I'm like, I didn't understand it. I thought that if you got to the last one and you weren't dead, you won. Yeah, I don't, there's no it. way to win you the don't, game. What, one person wins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoever drinks the last one, or whoever drinks poison one, is the loser. But there's only four of them in the game, so you can't win. Somebody's going to die by the end of the night. Yeah. Anyway. Refusal to participate immediate execution of everyone so they gotta play and they show a little flashback to them from right the first episode of the series this is like a new thing for riverdale flashback right. to something that happened in the past Crazy. innocent days yeah so they spin the bottle which is what is great about this is every time they spin it and they remove a, go a goblet it always still lands on a goblet which would never happen <laughs> um how do you feel? I think I'm fine. 50-50 odds. I get down to the last two. 50-50 odds. Veronica says, uh, well, their outcomes Penelope, they completed the challenge. Of course it was a character challenge. And he's like, none of them were poisoned. Jughead Veronica says. wouldn't let Betty yeah. drink what they thought she drank was them both. poison. Yeah. Right. So Veronica just chugged them all. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, that was... That was good. That could have yeah. been a challenge. But no, they're all poisoned. Okay. No. Veronica. Why did you do that? Because I love you, V. You're my best friend. And I love you too, V. Remarkable, Enchantress. You've completed your challenge. Like that's even better. That that's good DMing right there. <laughs> the only way I'm starting to think she doesn't want him to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she just appears there, like, hey. I poisoned you. Oh, I poisoned the bear too. You're yeah. <laughs> the bear's been poisoned. It's gotten into one of your open wounds. <laughs> the only way to obtain the antidote is to finish the game. Classic. Okay, like, so. you, you already had whatever you had them at your whim but it's like no you really gotta compete now <laughs> uh so Veronica and Archie have a little meeting and this is a callback Archie's gonna be the one that says he loves her and he means it and all this stuff and you know I never stopped loving you she's like hey nothing happened with Reggie that night this yeah. was the most important thing to deal with at the moment, I'm sure. Right. Right. Because they thought they're going to die. Yeah. Man, come on. Now we're down the tunnels. Don't worry about that that loose thread with the brick wall. It's been removed. <laughs> you can get out. There's a tunnel. So Edgar reopened it when he brought, bought the compound. Alice has to stay for Polly, though. I don't know why we've left her there. But she's going to ascend, I guess. Tony, finally the Tannis root... Wears off. She wakes up. Wake up, child. Anna? What the hell is going on? There's no time, Antoinette. Nana? <laughs> oh, here we go. 
The hunt is afoot. <laughs> the way we said Louise from Ant-Man describes things. I want every episode of Riverdale, I want Nana to explain the plot of yes, every episode. Yeah. The hunt is afoot. What? What hunt? At the Thornhill Nature Preserve. And your school chums are the prey. Your school chums are the prey. <laughs> <laughs> Got that one good eye. Yeah. You must save them. Look, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but first, I need to save Cheryl. Oh, Hellcaster time. You're up, Chuck. The Battle of Kings. Only one shall lead the kingdom of Eldervir. I was surprised. They gave Jug the physical challenge. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. that? The I figured it would be a puzzle or something mental. It was like, no, Jug's got to. Yeah. He's got to get out there. Only one shall leave. He has to go out there and fight the Gargoyle King. It was Chick. Yep. Who doesn't want to be king? He says. Who doesn't want blood sacrifices made in their name? Right. And Jug is like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. So he's getting choked, but he ends up hitting him with something, and he wins. Then yeah, that was the whole thing was weird. I mean, it was like a video game boss, you know, the big boss moment, but it's this <laughs> tiny little guy. He's got his shirt off, and I'm like, what is? Yeah, not the most imposing no. physical threat. But. The poison's starting to work on the girls, so they gotta get out of there. And it's like Jason Blossom Death begat the Black Hood, who begat the Gargoyle King. But the Gargoyle King existed before Jason was killed. Mm. What? Whoa. Then it's a case of a serpent eating its own tail. Tony! Here comes uh, Cheryl carrying Juniper. Tony! Baby? Baby? Poison's getting ready to take off. And uh, Nana takes Juniper. We were just coming to save you from the farm. How'd you get out? An angel in disguise. Where's Betty? She's being hunted at Thornhill with all the others. What are you talking about, Nana? Her foggy eye. She's being hunted at Thornhill. <laughs> Your mother's been preparing this for weeks. Weeks? Yeah. That seems like a that short amount of time. Four months, she says, yeah. and goes on, I think, even longer. And uh, Your mother has been preparing for this for weeks, if not months. It's the grand hunt. We have to go there. We have to save them. Poisons? Serpents? Let's ride! So poison serpents, let's ride. So now it is Betty's turn. Looks like it's my turn. Hey. I love you. I love you too. And she gets, I think it says one bullet. She's got her revolver. Out comes the black hood. And he pulls his mask off. (laughs) In case you forgot. (laughs) You know how this has to end. Can't deny your destiny. Gonna you know shoot. How this has to end. Don't make me do this, Dad. You have to kill me, Betty. That's your heart. That's your truth. You can't deny your destiny. Don't 
make me do this, please. Either kill me and get the antidote, or I will kill you and your friends. You have till the count of three. You either shoot me or I'll shoot you. He pulls out a gun and points at her. If you don't shoot me, I'll shoot you. Either kill me and get the antidote, or I'll kill you and all your friends. So she shoots him. She's like, I never want to be like you. But she doesn't give him like a killing blow. She's no, like, he's I'm still not, alive. I'm not like you. She really is like the Black Hood. She can't shoot yeah. straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Penelope comes out. Good God, how? <laughs> now that disdain in her voice was great. She's like, you were a terrible serial killer. <laughs> I will never be like you, Dad. Enough! Good God, Hal. You can't be trusted to do anything. You were a terrible serial killer then, and you still are today. Useless. Yes, I love that dressing down. Yeah, like she blows like, him away. Hal is dead. Wow. Just a headshot. Yeah. Cause he's like, I'll do anything for you. I'll stand here and get shot yeah. by my own daughter. And she's like, Oh, how? Oh, you idiot! So awful. <laughs> so she actually. How you're the Archie of our age range. Exactly. Yeah. Just the worst. Quit show up taking your shirt off or hood or whatever. <laughs> and Betty breaks down. And what do you think you're doing? He's claiming our prize. We won, didn't we? We survived the night. We proved that we're better than this town. That may or may not be true. But kill them. Kill them all! But Archie! Morning now. The poisons and uh, serpents are all set up and, you know, the Red Hood's out there with her bow and arrow. Take cover! I'm so glad she had time to get her hunting clue. Yes. Oh yes. I was like, <laughs> I was, I was kind of crossing my finger, really hoping she'd show up in the hunting cloak. <laughs> and then, like, I made a, you know, a, a comment there to my wife and kids, and they all just kind of looked at me like, "What?" And I'm like, "Do you watch Riverdale? Come on." Do you even Riverdale? Yeah, exactly. So, they take the antidote. <laughs> and Betty asks Cheryl where her mom is. Cheryl, Cheryl. Why are you at the farm? Where's my mom? She spun me from that Jonestown-like nightmare and told me to find you. Edgar was planning to ascend tonight. Oh my God, we have to save her. Climb aboard, cousin. Get in. Just like back at the farm. So all of a sudden they're back at the farm. Everybody has disappeared. Their clothes are just laying there. Kev's the only one there. Kevin. He really wanted Poor to go. Kevin. He really wanted to go. They left me. They said somebody had to stay behind and tell them what happened. I wanted to go, but they said that someone had to stay behind to explain what happened. What did happen? The, the worthy, worthy ascended. ascended, of course. Of course. Who did? Where's my mom and Polly? Gone. Everyone is. And we'll never see them again. Kevin is super bummed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he is. He's still a true believer yeah. here. So, Chick was in jail. 
You see everybody pointing the, I mean, uh, painting pops, fixing the place up. Only Penelope Blossom managed to slip away. Mm. Riverdale belonged to us again. And then we see the hideous bloated body of Jason, <laughs> who's somehow not decayed. Time moves weird in Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. And Cheryl's just happily sitting with him. Where is the where does that take place? Is that is that at the farm? Yeah. She might have brought his body back to Thistle House for all we know. Lodge Lodge, FBI bus in. Hermione's under a arrest for conspiracy to commit her own husband murder. Call Sourberry. <laughs> Get him I was like, what the hell is this? And then we get diabolical shirtless Ram at the prison lifting weights. <laughs> Out in the yard. The guard says, yeah, we planted the evidence. Oh, Veronica, you don't even know what's coming, Miha, he says. Again, hoping that we're done with Hiram. Nope. We're never, never ever done with Hiram. No. And back at the El Royale, thinking of making some changes, Mad Dog. We'll make it. <laughs> I love that Archie has Mad Dog. Yeah. To, to bounce these so ideas somebody off. Talk to him. <laughs> I would like, prefer when he just talked to a mop. Yeah. But it's like, we're going to make this into a halfway house, community center. Might actually have a shot at turning this town around so we don't have people wanting to teach us a lesson. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit this, Mad Dog, but I've never actually learned your actual first name. And then this is my favorite scene. Oh, my God. A knock at the door. Mr. Jones? I'm Agent Smith with the FBI. So he's sitting there with Betty in in the old Cooper house, pool table in the background. Sitting there opposite Betty and Jughead says, No, it's about your mother. We almost had him two towns ago. Someone tasked with getting close to Edgar. Her, you mean your mother. You know about the organ harvesting? Which is why my team and I are going to be setting up shop here in Riverdale. Till we can safely locate and extract her. And you know, Jughead's like, so you knew all this? You didn't do anything, you know? And, uh... We hear you two are quite the detectives around these parts. <laughs> and Betty says, I'm sorry. This is going to seem weird. <laughs> she says, but do I know you? It's no coincidence that your mother and I found each other. You see, um, I'm Charles, your brother. <laughs> And he says, it's no coincidence that your mother and I found each other. And I knew right then who it was. But I had forgot a detail <laughs> that was so great. He's like, I'm Charles, your brother. And then my favorite screenshot. Wait. If you're Charles, you and I are also brothers, Jughead. That's right. You and I are also <laughs> brothers, Jughead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So great. <laughs> oh my god. And the very next thing, they're sitting at the diner, and Jughead says, or, or, or one of them says, 
And I think it was Veronica. She says, Actually, that kind of tracks. Actually, that kind of tracks. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so... Wait, the next best line is right here. But in the meantime, Smithers is my legal guardian. In the meantime, Smithers is my legal guardian. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Smithers has returned. It all comes back around. So, Charles Smith... FBI agent. Yes. Yes. Is the fabled lost. Yes. That came to the door. The love child of FP and Alice. Yes. So I wrote down that Betty and Jughead get their own mop. Charles Smith. Because no one else in the room meets him. Mm -hmm. Right. So much like Archie's imagination. If you're, again, newer to the podcast, we thought maybe Archie was imagining his FBI informant Mm -hmm. and he was actually just talking to a mop in a garage right so new um, mop we've got who dis (laughs) (laughs) we got charlie mop now so charlie phallus mop um so yeah i'm definitely gonna need like we mentioned last episode at the beginning when jughead says it defies logic and now at the end actually that kind of tracks much like you pop in the deal, yeah. drop, mm-hmm. we're going to yeah. need those two mm-hmm. yeah. for when something doesn't make sense and when it's, something does right. for any future Riverdale. Yeah, Season right. four. Yeah, like we're going to need some Actually, that oh, kind yeah. of tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the core four here at Pops decide they're going to make the most of their senior year. We're just now getting to their senior year. Um, they're vowed to Well, be, that is faster than we got to their junior yeah. year. They vow to be done with death cults. And murder mysteries and gremlins. Uh, it's a gargoyle's arch. Sounds a little dull, <laughs> but sure. And then amazingness. Amazing! Spring break, senior year, flash forward. They're standing. Veronica. Yeah, Betty. Ar- Betty and Archie are standing around a bonfire. Out in the woods. In their underwear at night. Covered in blood, we have to burn all our clothes, including Jughead's beanie. We'll wash off the blood in the swimming hole. Never speak of this ever and go our separate ways. (laughs) It's the only way, basically. They throw the beanie in the fire and then back to this moment. They're sitting in the chocolate shop. Friends forever. Clinking phosphates. And I, I was just like... Perfect ending. Yeah. That was so good. And this is why that last scene led me to believe that they had planned this crap from way back. Along, like we're going to do it again. I, I mean, I, I'm sure they were planning this as they were doing the second season. They were like, "We're going for it next season." And I think the only problem that this season had, honestly, is is too long. Yeah. I think they had a good story. They just had to drag it out too many episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, I like what they did, but they had to put there was so, a lot much, so much filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was there was one great. Sh- uh, well, I'll say there was one great shop because I mean, bear bear man. But 
But there's every a, expression uh, Betty ever yeah, makes. Yeah, there's a there's Wouldn't a shot. Wouldn't it be amazing if they pan over and there's a bear in its underwear? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I gotta know how this happened. Oh, yeah. There's a bear awesome. with like heart, heart boxers on. No, there was a, uh, when they're running from, you know, on their quest or whatever, and the four of them, and there's a point where they all kind of hug at, uh, together before their you know impending doom there uh that i just it was all over social media the whole core four and all this stuff but i was like yeah i think that was one of the criticisms of this year that they weren't together. as a group mm-hmm. nearly as much so that is a good bait and switch ending of like looks guys we're all gonna be together yeah, that's yeah and then what the heck that's is going to happen? That, that's why I thought it was so perfect because I thought that when they were sitting there, let's just try to, let's be kids or whatever. I was like, oh, they've heard the criticism and they are going to go back, do some <laughs> nope, prompts. We are doubling like, down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm, I was just like, yes, you get me, Riverdale. Yeah, it's all or nothing from here on out. Yeah, if there had been, who need like a dragon screech or like yeah. something, something just you know, a little yeah. more ridiculous. Earthquakes happening or. I, don't know, I guess zombies coming. What up I like there. is where before we've always just been like, yeah. whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Whoever the person is, they're trying to figure it out it never matters. It's Riverdale. They actually pulled it off. It did mm. matter. Things tracked enough. You know, they did plant enough things, or at least go back and reach and make them fit. That, yeah, I'm back uh, on board, except for one detail. The whole Alice thing. Yeah. I, you you, you can't real. convince me that she was a double agent no. trying to infiltrate the farm from the beginning. That makes no sense, her actions through this whole season. Yeah. And that, I, I did not understand that. No, Even no. like halfway through, she helps him escape. I'm like, why on earth is she helping him escape? And then when they explained it, it made less sense that <laughs> she, oh, she's actually helping us. Like, what are you talking about? But yeah, this this was a ep- a good episode of like I said as much as the pieces don't really matter how they tie together that that it was good to go back and well this is why this happened even if it's just a brief right. mention for crazy fans like us who try to track all this stuff at least they're they're putting the effort in yeah ah so is it a whole summer of theories and. Oh man! We're gonna hashtag burn the beanie. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get the mystery mm-hmm. cooking. We can talk about it all summer long. Oh but. boy! <laughs> it's just like what could I, possibly happen that the beanie is not with the. That's body? what we said. Before. The beanie is—it's more than just a beanie. It signifies. Yeah, you know, when he takes the beanie off, it signifies some. It's like when the Watcher shows up in Marvel Comics. It's so like many a, levels. It's a big deal. <laughs> So when the beanie's gone, that opens the future up to anything happening. So I loved it. It'll be back in the fall. Mm, can't wait. Did we ever explain what the ascending meant? Well, they used to, they used to kill themselves. Yeah, but they're all gone. Is that did they quote unquote ascend the people yeah. who left Kevin behind? Is we that, don't know. Yeah. We don't, they weren't mentioned. We don't know. Was it really an explanation? It doesn't make sense. Evelyn and it does, I don't know. I mean, it makes it look like they left their clothes, like they disappeared out of their, out of, right out of their clothes, and they, I, they like, got on the comet and rode yeah. Yeah, to the next galaxy. Exactly. Whatever. We they weren't anything. They were they were organ harvesters, you know. So what's? It seemed like there really was a 
spiritual thing here. So I think they just made. But, but, but I'm saying, did they, they ever explain what they thought it was? What they like, were what did Dilton Doily think he was doing mm-hmm. when he killed himself? I'm I mean, sure it was like a go to heaven but, type yeah. thing, you know. They probably Friendly. just told Kevin, close your eyes, Kev. And they all got undressed and walked out. <laughs> Tell everybody what happened. He's like, man, they're gone. Wanted to go. Well, they just take his clothes off. Yeah, I think I think Kevin needs some better storylines next oh. year. Especially well, if Josie okay. is missing. Right. We have one, she, she one kidney Kev. She's going to be like... <laughs> Staggering around, <laughs> holding a pile watch, of laundry. <laughs> you can either watch Kidney Kev or Katie Keen. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, mm. I don't know if that was a whimper or a bang, but Riverdale's over. Bang. It was. It was great. Banging. So, All right, yeah. 22 episodes later, Riverdale Chapter 3 is in the book. Was that it? Was that really? That was all the episodes. Twenty two. Like, oh my gosh! I don't remember I don't a time when we didn't talk about Riverdale. So that's like seven thousand screenshots. <laughs> Your phone's gonna have a lot more memory in it for mm-hmm. the next few months. We've got a lot of hours to fill for episodes. Yeah, so we gotta get hey, creative. Do you have an idea for how we can fill an hour of of uh, podcast time without? Riverdale obsession? Because we don't. <laughs> Let us know. Talk to us on Facebook. Tweet us at the Kapow Podcast. We want to hear. Do you have a theory? Yep. Send us an email. Tweet at us. Uh, you can even write it as your review on iTunes. Five stars. That would be cool if you mentioned, like, hey, my favorite Riverdale centric podcast. Five stars. Yeah. We're not asking you to suggest one. No. No. <laughs> We're saying, don't. this is it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't even know what to do now. Yeah. The Riverdale is on Stay a rearview mirror. We're going to probably do some fun stuff. We're going to try to do some more countdowns. Some stuff we haven't done for a while. We might do like a trivia episode. Yeah. We might actually have time to talk about all the TV and movies we watch. (laughs) Cool. So, with no further ado, my name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Goodbye forever, Riverdale. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Because if you just save it, it'll save it as a Audacity Got it. project, <clears throat> and you can't replay it unless you're playing it yeah. through Audacity. Should be enough. I only have to do 140 clips. Yeah. You got all the cords that you needed. You figured all that out. Yeah, we got them. We, do we? we got okay. two cords. Yep. We don't know if they work. We've yeah. never never had two cords and tried it. But Why would we want to Wait and see after out. I've made 140 of them. Yeah. yeah. Then, then we'll, we'll worry about that stuff. That's our confidence. That's our level of confidence. <laughs> That's how we roll. So, New uh, mop. We've got. Who dis? Actually, that kind of tracks.